Today, you're explorers. If the unknown drops some tales close to someone's home, join us as your conductors of crazy. The Something Perplexing podcast asks you to join us as we explore some scary urban legends. I'm Issa. I'm Patty. I'm Khaled. Khaled, will you decide you're going to cover? I was going to cover the, the monsters under my bed or. You know, when I take off the lights, the the stuff I leave hanging around kind of scares the hell out of me. And that's kind of like, you know, not an urban legend. It kind of runs the line of being a scary story instead, which we could do. You know, I do like telling scary stories. But, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I I ended up covering Patty sent an amazing list of like uh, urban legends from around the world. And I'm like, is there something on Florida? And I found something on Florida. So I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah. Love I, it I, 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 and you know, love, I love these urban legends. They're kind of cool. We did how many, how many seasons of uh, urban legends already? How many episodes? Like two already, maybe? Well, I know we do like hometown horrors, and that was like a series of three episodes, and each one of us had cover like different. Yeah. Like yeah. mine was a murder, but I think both of you guys covered urban legends, right? One of you did the Sukuya. Yes. I did the Sukuya. Sukuya. And what was the other one? Which one did Kale you do? do somebody in Chicago, man. You did somebody in Chicago. Who was it? Don't remember. Good for you. <laughs> in one brain, out the other. You have two. You brains. move on to the next one, buddy. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Man, yep. But do the Pat- um, yeah, go on. No, Patia do the um the guy who got who, who like killed he people a, a teacher. in the office in Hialeah, right? He was a teacher at Hialeah High and he lost his shit and went in. He had I forgot he wanted something fixed, like at a shop, and they said no, and then he went back the next day and shot it up. She, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, I forgot his name, but yeah, I thought I did like a cemetery or something. Could be wrong. I'm I sure. literally looking for the episode that you had. I was gonna say I can look. Yeah, mm. so fun. But oh. the story I got today was pretty cool. Like going through your list, some random one that Richard's came up back. was um about uh the dog liquor, dog licking or something. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before dog. you start with dogs licking, two <laughs> things. <laughs> I feel like Richard somebody's... Speck. Richard, Richard Speck, Speck was who you do in Chicago. Oh, the guy that killed the nursing students. Ah. Uh, Richard Speck. I got to go back and listen to that episode. So it wasn't an urban legend. It was. And uh... the second thing was. Yeah, it was like a murder story. Yeah. Okay. Mine, mine was like the most urban legend. Yeah. But then we cover mm-hmm. like a lot of cryptids that I feel was kind of right. urban legendy. You know? mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And yeah. and some of these run along the lines of being like just scary stories. I'm like, is that really an urban legend? Or is that just a scary story? Like the the one about the dog liquor. You guys saw that one? Pat, you sent that on that list. No, I'm waiting for you to tell me about the okay. dog liquor. I, I just I just a quick rem- remember uh, re- reminding myself of what it was. Oh, sorry, it's called the liquor. Not the oh. dog liquor, the liquor. Well, some girl, right, was sleeping in her bed and, you know, her dog went under the bed for, you know, just to be, feel safe and shit like that. I know this story. Uh-huh. Right? I think. So she's like, she heard dripping in the bathroom. So she's like, she put her hand under her bed and the dog licked her hand. So, you know, she went back to see if dog is safe, is cool. Get up the next day, she goes into the bathroom and there's a dog dripping from the shower, drip blood draining. And on the wall says, uh, I don't know what it said. It said something on the wall. <laughs> Let me see. It said, um, We're off to a can... very good story. <laughs> Dude, uh, you don't understand blood. Into your story I was. Right. And I was like, <laughs> did it say murder? No. It said, <laughs> it on say the wall. red rum. Red rum. <laughs> red rum. It was like, I don't know what is that on the wall. But it says, I'm, uh, uh, I'm on the next wall. Of my talk. <laughs> on the wall. Someone scrolled the message. Humans can lick too. 
So yeah, well, basically yeah. the guy was. Yeah, yeah, humans can lick too. So you know. So what? Lick Kill the hand. dog any. I I know th- I actually know fingers. this urban legend. You do? Yeah. Ew. I want to go around licking people. <laughs> Take that urban legend over. <laughs> yeah. No, you. No. I was thinking about coming up with our own urban legend, but we'll get to that in the end. I thought okay. of something else. Okay. Right, but you what want me to? Is the... Well, well, this is the other thing I was thinking about. Like, what's the difference between urban legends and really that that idea that you had bring up about like the ghosts under the bed, scary stories, seeing shit in the the corner of your room. I think it's because everybody have that thing about seeing yeah. something in the corner of the room and the ghosts under your bed. I feel like that's not a urban legend. I feel like that's yeah. like a a psychological thing more than anything else so the one i'm talking about is kind of a psychological thing but i feel like that can be if it gains enough popularity it's an urban legend Mm -hmm. it's popularity then that's what make it like a urban legend versus like a a a psychological thing the thing i talking about like i feel is like on the border each one who we gonna start who gonna kick this shit off well khalid already did his he came up very oh, prepared. Well, very I did. I did. Well, well, that was just a, a you random. Was hyped, bro. I you was hyped. I, you, you I got did. a separate story, dude. I was a separate story. I, I did one on something called. Oh, I thought that was his story. Okay. No, no, the liquor was just like a, a side story. I'm happy to hear that. The one I was looking at <laughs> is called. You ready for it? Yes. Dade City Flower. Dade City Flower. You ever heard of Dade City Flower? Mm-mm. I was trying to find something in Dade County, but it turns out there's an entire county called Dade City, like northeast of Tampa, Florida, Dade City. So something okay. happened here in 1924. Dade City is not Miami Dade County. Because no. just FYI, something perplexing podcast is a straight out of Miami, Florida podcast. Mm-hmm. Miami people, the place where your dreams made of. Miami, oh, but you're not talking cook- about Miami, dude. You're not talking about Miami no. salt, Miami candle. You're talking about where, dude? Dade City about- is a city in Pasco County. That's super North Florida, dude. That's where people super. from Miami did avoid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, bro. But my, my, the, the story is kind of is interesting. It kind of relates to what's going on today. So, back in 1974. Mm. This lady named Evelyn Welch, Wench, W-E-N-C-H, said that 50 years prior, 1924, when she was a kid in school, she ran across these beings that came out of an egg-shaped object. So she was a little schoolgirl playing in Dade City, Florida, in a place called a schoolyard for the Holy Name Covenant School in Dade City. Mm. Okay, cool. So basically, her story was as a, and, and she was reporting this 50 years later, right? 1974. So she said back in 1924, as a little kid, she saw this little egg shaped object on the floor landed. It blinded her with a light and then it went dark. I don't know if she passed out or if the light stopped shining in her face, but a door opened up in this egg shaped object and these little creatures came out. She called them robots. And they had, they looked like flowers, but instead of a petal for their face, they had a face. And they communicated with her through my, their mind, like thoughts, telepathy, not telekinesis, telepathy, right? But that's right. That's right. You got it. You got it. So basically, they were saying in that building, they're conducting science experiments that they need to stop. And they were carrying around, as they call it, a weapon like object. I'm like, how can something be weapon-like? It's a weapon or it's not a weapon. She said it was a weapon-like object and they had to stop what was ever going on in the science wing of the school. So she says she doesn't remember exactly what happened afterwards, but they wanted her to come with them at the end. And she says, no, I can't. Right? But they said they will return for her 35 years later. And eventually the school, something happens, it got demolished. Something happens to the school. You know, is there any evidence of it? I don't know, but nothing happened to this lady. No, no, no aliens came for her 35 years later. What's the name of the school, Khalid? 
Do you um, know? Holy Name Covenant School oh, in Dade City. Okay. Yeah. So I was trying to figure it out. Did she actually see something back then? An egg-shaped object? We have all the news media right now where they have these Tic Tacs flying around. They kind of look like eggs. Maybe she did see something. And I'm like, maybe she watched a TV show and she was inspired by it in the 70s. And maybe she said she kind of related. But I'm thinking about it like Mork and Mindy. You ever seen Mork and Mindy? Yeah. Or Happy Days? Happy yeah. Days introduced Mork and Mindy. Yes. And Mork came in an egg, right? Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I remember. An egg. Yes. So um, it turns out uh, Mork didn't appear until like 1978. So her story came out in 1974. Same year Happy Days came out. So she didn't get it from a TV show that I know of. So what if she actually did see these aliens in Dade City, Florida? Maybe she was just a kid with an active imagination. But I don't know. They were saying that 50 years later for you to tell the story. What uh, is it real? Is it not real? Mm. I can't tell. I don't know. Egg shape just... kind of got my mind going. Egg shape object. It's Florida. That's all I got. <laughs> just saying, I is love Jim the... Morrison. She was a what? hairstylist when she told the story. What was that? Jim Morrison? I love Jim Morrison. What's your face? I let you process that shit. I love Jim Morrison. I don't, I'm not, I don't, maybe I've had too many drinks. What are you talking about? What? I'm just saying, it have a feel, like a kind of phenomenon that has ha happened where shit that real and legit, it's, it tend to, to go past like a bunch of years. And I feel like Jim Morrison musically wasn't the most dynamic artist that they had but it, like he had a degree of truth in it and like his poetry and his intentions it it lasts and it go on like 40 years but i feel like that's about like people like william blake and like a lot of different artists and it just went past like hundreds of years you know mm. and i don't know maybe because this shit is all as fuck dude this is like a hundred years huh? ago if you talk in 19 99 20, dude yeah no right. you because you're not talking you're not talking when she come out yeah. you're talking this yeah, shit right. come out like when this is like a hundred years ago years now. Ago. Yeah. yeah 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 dude 99 yeah yeah that 1924 she Why was a she was a hairstylist at the time when she told the story i don't know you know why i think it is why because people are strange <laughs> <laughs> When you're a stranger. Faces when you're a stranger. Not ugly when you're alone. <laughs> when you're alone. <laughs> no, okay. Seriously. Does anybody else, yeah. did anybody else make similar reports from this school? Like, did these things were going on at the school? No. Just this young girl. That's uh, Miss Evelyn uh, well, Wench. Wench. W-E-N-C-H. She Wench? Yeah. It's a... But it had like this story from um, it's like this UFO story from like Africa. Shit, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not too sure if it was like a, something in like Nigeria, somewhere in the African continent versus like Brazil or you know South America. But it's a story about this particular school, and the school had seen like these UFOs, and it was described super similar, dude, like egg shape, like small, like into the plants, and then it had like another one in Tokyo with the same type of description, and I think we actually covered that in a couple of podcasts back, and it was like these small tiny aliens, and they was in these small alien pods, and it happened with these school kids in like Japan or Tokyo. I, I remember know. that story. It was in Africa, I think. That was, was, and they they tried to interview the kids later on down the line, and the kids were like, "Yeah, this happened." A bunch of kids were saying the as adults saying the same thing. Yeah, that but they and, this like alien that, land. Yeah, and like it wasn't. It wasn't the same story, but the description of what you had mentioned, like it being super small and something to do with the flowers. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's so familiar, dude. Flower mm. people. I don't know. Mm. 
we got me to thinking, right? These these tic tacs that are going around, flying around like super fast. What if there are not biological creatures in there? There are like as as our dear girl Evelyn said, there were robotic like creatures. What if there were robots in there? You know, maybe their flower people are running the tic tacs. Just saying. I don't know. Oh, yeah. robots well i mean like my biggest argument against the whole existence of ufos right now and you know i believe in ufos dude but i just no. said I, I, I believe in believe ufos, in UFOs. You, you know, I, I, was watching, I was i was watching a video like like last night about this guy videotaping back in 2014 and he's like i don't want to say the ufos but i think they're ufos but I, I'm not going to say the UFOs. I'm like, bro, UFO stands for unidentified flying object. So it is, you don't know what it is. If so it's a UFO. It is, it's a UFO. <laughs> What's the new what word for I it? saying? UAPs. So yeah, unidentified, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah. I don't think that's a UAP. That could be a UAP, but I don't know. <laughs> nah, man, that's just a UFO. <laughs> Yeah, but like a hundred percent, dude, does have like those similarities there with the different things. I don't know, dude. I have a theory, but it's not research, so I don't know that it's accurate. But I'm gonna go here. I tried to do very minor research, I couldn't find anything. So when I was a child, I saw a movie and I don't remember what movie it was, but in the movie there's a scene where the kitchen cabinets open and close like that, right? Because there's like a... Poltergeist. Poltergeist. I saw Poltergeist. Oh, that's the one with Craig T. Nelson. Craig it's T. Nelson. It's so weird, Patricia. Coach. You'll remember Coach. Remember <laughs> You'll remember Poltergeist. Okay. Brilliant horror movie. Oh, sure. Her, okay. Coach is a great show. I don't know what you're talking about. Coach is good. But for a while, when I was a kid, I could have sworn that that happened to me, that in my home, the kitchen cabinets went like that. And I repeated that story multiple times until my mom is like, that never happened. You're talking about the movie with Coach. Now I know. And so what if she saw a movie in the 1920s, and I don't have enough research to back this up, where there was a robotic alien-like creature that came out of an egg and in her mind that happened but it didn't really happen i'm just saying this to build on exactly what you're saying right now patty you had to think about the phenomenon of this memory is weird dude i feel like we didn't tap into memory as yet and so she talking about a memory she had in the 1920s, and then she revealed it to the world in the 1970s. So that was like 50 years after the fact. I'm like in the 40s right now, and I can't remember why I do three days ago, dude. Like, step by step. I just saying, some shit was crazy enough that I, I imprinted from 20 years ago. Maybe this could be like a case of that, but if not, like it's weird how your mind could develop a certain idea, you know what I mean? 50 years after the fact. I don't even know what 50 years after the fact going to look like, you know? <laughs> and, and, and just saying back in like 60s, 70s, there's a lot of that, you know, peace piping passed around. <laughs> Maybe. That all coincides, like what Patty's saying. There are alien movies back in the 20s of aliens coming out of ships and stuff. Maybe she got a little, little smoky, smoky going on there. And she got, yeah. you know, her imagination embedded in her that she saw some shit. I don't know. Maybe. I but in reality, we got, we got eggs flying around right now. So, you know, maybe she saw something. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying just to look saying. I just, yeah, but. After like 50 years, it got a lot of, you know, I mean, mixed up True. ideas, you know, put into the mix, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, what Patty was saying got my mind going too on something, but I forgot what it was. But, what you know, was that? I don't know. Your, your childhood memories, you thought your childhood memories. Oh, yeah. You guys did a good job of picking what movie she was thinking about. So help me out now. I got 
this thing going on in my head where I see these people walking, right? And then they're ripping off their skin because they're like aliens now and they're just dropping the skin on the floor, walking to the mothership. It's a movie. I don't know what movie it was. No. Alien? No, I don't know. In Alien, they do come out of an egg, right? I'm not making that oh, yeah. up. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, come out of an egg. But Alien was 19, late 1970s. And if it was 50 years, we're talking about... 74. Mid-70s. So mm-hmm. I don't think she was fly. referencing Alien. The fly? Did he fly. come out? Out of an egg? I don't remember. First fly, not not Jeff Goldblum fly. First fly. The original uh, one. Original fly. What year is original fly? Oh, Candace, uh, well, our wonderful audience not going to hear this because Patty going to edit it out. Long pause while we search for original fly year. 1958. Ooh. 1958, dude, is between the 1920 incident itself and the 1970 revelation of shit that went down, you know? Mm. Uh, saying. Uh, well, that was my dear girl, Evelyn. <laughs> she saw some shit. Or... I mean, maybe she really did see it. I'm just saying, she... when I was a kid, that happened to me. Like, I swore up and down that this thing happened to me where, like, the cabinets... We're shaking and I went around my whole, not my whole life, but <laughs> for a long time thinking like that I had gone through this thing. And then my mom was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was a movie you saw. <laughs> I Maybe. feel like that happened to, I feel like that happens to happen to all of us in yeah, some way. For sure. Sorry. It's like that never happened. Oh yeah. That's that happened to me. That. Happened to me like for a, like a morning. I was locked in a Toys R Us store and they threw away Transformers and I was able to pick all the Transformers up and bring them home. Went to bed. Woke up looking for the Transformers. It was a dream. But for like a minute, like literally, not even, like a few seconds. It'd be 20 seconds. I'm like, where are my Transformers? Damn it. (laughs) It's a dream. (laughs) Jennifer Connelly movie where she gets stuck at the Target. Do you remember that? Yeah. Career opportunity. Love it. Oh, yes. Oh. Look, Kalidno, I talking about go Jennifer Connelly. Oh, ride that automatic. You, you. Oh, I get bossy. it. She is <laughs> getting around. She, she's still a babe. She, was, she is. She's still a babe. Yeah. She's still. That's uh, what's his name <sighs> from um, uh, I don't know his name. Iron Man. Paul no, Bettany, dude. Yeah. That's Paul Bettany's wife, dude. Oh, yeah, Paul Bettany's wife. I was like, is Robert Downey Jr. that movie? And I forgot. <laughs> no, that's Paul Bettany's wife. Isn't he like a cokehead? You love him some coke, according to the uh, Johnny Depp trial. But he like awesome, dude. I love Paul Bettany. Uh, not to sidetrack, because we're not going to talk about Johnny Depp, but have you guys seen Amber versus Johnny or Johnny versus Amber on Netflix? No. Yes. You? I, I fall asleep for the last episode. I didn't. I couldn't get through it. I saw the first one, but I fall asleep. But anybody that completely sides with either one of them for me is a major red flag because they're both such troubled human beings. And Johnny Depp is so fucked up. We'll talk about it. I think this has to be a separate episode, right? But anybody yeah. that sides hardcore either especially with him if you side hardcore with him like to meet ladies ladies if you meet a guy young women of the world if you meet a guy ask him hey so what'd you think of the johnny depp amber heard trial and if he says that amber heard is a fucking disgusting mess and johnny depp is an icon and a hero red flag run don't walk run run (laughs) run that's all I'm gonna say about that. Crazy shit there. <laughs> I, I can't disagree with that shit because I just yeah. said if you watch the documentary, look at both sides. <laughs> like from a dude who like And I love you know, Johnny Depp. I love Johnny Depp. That tr- trial. Yeah, and I, I love, I love Johnny, Depp, Johnny Depp, like as an actor, is 
iconic a legend but like he's a fucked up person <laughs> uh, from a dude who watching 21 jump street when 21 jump street yeah. was yes. on dude you know yeah. what i mean Remember that. Johnny Depp was nightmare, the on elm street. Dude on nightmare on elm street you know the oh, yeah, yeah no i i really love him as an actor but there are some things that he did <laughs> that we shouldn't ignore <laughs> Yeah, enough shit that like shit. dude you get help dude you're fucked up yeah like everybody else been fucked up yeah. you fall in that category yeah like you all been fucked up well so back to urban legends <laughs> back to urban legends i just want to say that like my well, well wait patty you want to go next so up to you i don't care all right, let me. I'll run through mine real quick. I was I was looking up uh, horror movies from 1974 to try and find some connection, but nothing. It could have been, but because to be fair, it could have been any. I really think it, if anything, it's probably more linked to her childhood. So maybe 1920s, 1930s. <laughs> peace pipe, baby. Peace pipe. She was smoking a lot. Well, you know. I'm just saying. This is the thing with the the memory aspect. It I just feel like if she had take like if she was on like a deep period for two weeks just smoking hard crack, right? And she was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I discovered crack." She did. Like, oh man, I love this crack. I'm not saying for this particular case. I just say it with like any urban legend that's ah, the, the the time frame. For like 50 years plus like 50 years is a long time dude one year is a long time 50 years is like you're gonna get like a five-day stretcher crack yeah. in, in the five years and just be like oh man i saw like a tiny flower and the flower is actually an alien listen and it, it's... I, i'd love crack for five days guys <laughs> guys listening in is very rare we have an expert talk about this stuff and Issa has been through it he knows been... <laughs> crack or flowers <laughs> <laughs> well played Patricia I feel like Patricia stand up for me in the worst way like it's not like us like somebody who stand up for you but slap you in the face like quick like, ah. it's like it's not crack it's this flower put it down crack is flower <laughs> well the same, Khalid. Yeah. You rat me out. You want me to go to jail. But <laughs> particularly, the thing that I was exploring, if anybody care? I care. Good. Because it like was called, <laughs> that's the most careful bear in the world, dude. Right? Lobby Somem. Right? L-O-B-I-S-O-M-E-M. Oh. The Lobiso Man. Is it Spanish? It's, yeah. Well, is I, I had somebody who I used to work with was from Brazil, right? And it's a completely different type of language, but you know, it have that Spanish Portuguese root. Yeah, that Spanish mm-hmm. Portuguese Portuguese more than mm-hmm. anything else. And it go along with the legend itself, but it mean werewolf, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, oh, oh, werewolves. And it's basically the um the lobby so is a creature in the folklore of South America in Brazil, particularly, right? Used usually um throughout the the mindset of a werewolf in some visions. A ball of fire, and usually rarer visions, a large pig. Oh, um, large in pig. Hum- large pig. Hmm. In human form, it's said to look like a normal person, except for slightly pointed ears and yellowish pale skin. Um, but a werewolf, dude. Brazilian werewolf. The lobby so man. And some of the 
things that I thought was particularly interesting with this particular urban legend was so first thing the Lobiso man or the Brazilian werewolf had come from a part of South America where it had no wolves dude right so Brazil technically don't have wolves they have this one particular kind of wolf but it's not from the wolf family. It's not from the fox family. It's a very um. It's like kind of in between the scale of those breeds, and is a herbivore more than anything else. Not dangerous. Not huge. And yeah, the picture that I'm looking at, he looks pretty small. Well, look for the video, and I'll try to include it on the link, but look for the video of the Brazilian werewolf. And this is a recent um, thing that they had actual video for with the werewolf walking through the street, you know? But before I get to that, to go back, like even further back when people mentioned particularly the idea of this Brazilian werewolf and this Brazilian lore, I was thinking about the idea. Khalid, that is creepy as all hell. That picture that you showing me, that's not it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not it. But just, he's hungry. That's all. Yeah, he's just hungry. Brazilian look for Brazilian werewolf. But the crazy thing about this idea that I thought was like kind of interesting is that it become a folklore within Brazilian culture around the same time of the colonialism of Brazil, right? So technically, one of the earliest folklores that involved the werewolf itself was Portuguese, right? And Portugal was one of the first places to like, you know, let me hook you up with these blankets. Brazil and they was like one of the first people to colonialize Brazil and hmm. a lot of people feel like it have that implica uh, implica implication of that Portuguese culture stemming into Brazilian culture but Brazil in itself they have like a lot of local legends and local reports that go in terms of the Brazilian werewolf. So, like, a couple. Let me show you a couple, guys. Okay. I'm ready. The cursed man of the woods. In a remote village deep within the Brazilian rainforest, there lived a man known for his solitary nature. He would often disappear into the woods for days, returning with a strange air about him. The villagers began to suspect that he was transforming into a creature with wolf-like features. Some claimed to have seen him with unusually sharp teeth, glowing eyes, and they believed that he had been cursed, transforming into the uh, Lobiso men at night to prowl the forest. Another one in Brazil, the Midnight Howls. Now, a lot of places, uh, particularly this small farming community on the outskirts of a Brazilian town, villagers reported hearing eerie howling sounds during full moons, just full moons. They believed that uh, Lobiso men roamed the area, preying on livestock particularly, and unwary travelers. The creature was said to have a distinct howl that would send shivers down the spines anyone they would hear. Um, some of the other ones, the mysterious stranger. Again, in a coastal village, unknown coastal village, guys, but somewhere in Brazil, there was a tail... Coastal. Coastal. Look at that. Look at that culture in there. That Dude, I'm, I'm I'm looking up your, your wolf. I'll show that for the people to see. I'll send it. I'll, I'll, I'll take a... I'll share it. That, but the oh. mysterious stranger was a tale of a mysterious stranger who appeared only during nights of the full moon. 
He was described as a charismatic man with an ear for intrigue. <laughs> James Bond asked what the fuck I do. But his eyes had a certain wildness. <laughs> right? The villagers began to suspect that he was a lovely man who roamed the beaches and cliffs in search of prey. It had the farmer's curse in a remote farming community, a respected farmer who is known to possess an uncanny bond with his livestock. <laughs> However, during sitting nights, his behavior changed drastically. He would lock himself inside at home for hours, and villagers claim to hear mournful howls emanating from within. They believed at that particular time he transformed into a lobby man to protect his animals from harm. Some say the curse was passed down through generations, turning a man's loyalty to his livestock into a nocturnal transformation. And then the last one I had was the haunted forest. Deep within a dense forest, there was a hidden clearing that locals believed was the haunting ground of a fearsome lobby cement. Travelers who ventured too close after sunset were said to hear chilling growls and see airy glowing eyes in the shadows. The, the creature was taught to guard a hidden treasure buried within the clearing, and those who dared to search for it risked encountering a cautionary tale of death. And Damn. Well. Dude. He wasn't like an actual danger to humans. I don't right? know. Like, you catch that. The thing that I catch more than anything else, and then I like restage it, was that Brazilian idea, the lobby so man being cursed from generation to generation. And then when you look at it, like a lot of the actual Brazilian law to it that kind of go in opposition of the Portuguese law is it is a generational case. That's like the little di difference that separated, I feel. You know, bro, yeah. your, your story got me looking in and I sent you guys some videos some yeah. on WhatsApp. Okay, the know. manned wolf. You ever seen a manned wolf? I've never mm -hmm. seen that shit before. The mm -hmm. thing is tall. Mm -hmm. It has like really tall legs. I've never seen yeah, something that big before. Look at that. How tall know, that thing is. It's creepy. The legs. Yeah, yeah. It's, fox it's wolf. Nope. yeah. Nope. What is it? No idea. But I've never seen a wolf that tall before. So maybe... Something there, with your levy so man, with the man's so sure I pronouncing it wrong. No, but... I think you got it. I think it's levy so man. I think you yeah. got it right. Sounds right to me. So and I, I, think, but, I think you got it right. But the idea of it, if it's one thing, I feel like a lot of the ideas that we cover, dude, like some some folklore shit, could like exists for hundreds upon hundreds of years no matter how bullshitty it is you know but yeah. some of these stories it sounds like it could have like a legit slanted but then we cover werewolves already what was yeah. our uh, uh, what was our last thoughts on werewolves I feel like it was 90% bullshit and probably yeah. my dumb ass was like oh I feel like there's werewolves guys yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, werewolves are one of werewolves and zombies are two things and like horror that do not scare me at all because I just do not believe in them. Like I just I'm like, there's no way like I don't even have a slight like, oh, maybe like I feel about the demon, like a demon. I'm not 100 percent sold on, but I'm like, maybe <laughs> but a werewolf. I'm like, that's not a thing. And a zombie. I I'm watch like, not a thing. Oh, OK, Scully. <laughs> 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 oh. I watch uh, Pope's Exorcist. Oh, how is it? I, I like enjoy it mm -hmm. to the point where I like enjoy movies that 
it written to be a horror movie and I start watching it like 1 a.m. in the morning with the expectation like I'm not going to be able to sleep, scare me. And it was so formula. It was so like, it's oh, I know the, this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. I know this is going to happen. It's, is he, is it based on the priest from The Exorcist or am I making that up? It, it based on a real priest? Yeah, I think it's the one from The Exorcist. I don't know if it is oh. the dude from The Exorcist. Like, dude, I had to enjoy it. Like, straight to the end. Like, I'll recommend you watch it. I just... I mean, that's not why it didn't make any money. I'll I'll watch it. Yeah. But is it is it that one? Gabriel Amorth. Is that the one from The Exorcist? Gabriel Amorth. The Exorcist? I don't know if that's him. I know they're saying that they're going to do more because that particular Exorcist has so many stories. Like, there's so many stories. And there's a documentary about that particular pope. But is he the one from The Exorcist? I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. But it it, it seemed very parallel to The Exorcist. And it had, like, particular, like, scenes. And I feel like it had, like, Easter eggs that say, hey, Hey, I'm the director, and I watched The Exorcist. Look at this. Look at this little piece that I saw from The Exorcist. I was like, dude, I think I remember that. Exorcist, you know? I don't know. So here's where my confusion was. It's not. But in the 2017 American documentary film, The Devil and Father Amorth, directed by William Friedkin, who did The Exorcist, presents the exorcist at work in an Italian village. So I think that's where my confusion was. It, but it's he's not the the exorcist from the exorcist. But it's the same director. Okay. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Wait, William Franklin directed the exorcist. And just died, yeah. Just died. Direct that Russell Crowe movie? Really? No, no, no. He didn't direct the Russell Crowe movie, but he directed a documentary called The Devil and Father Amorth, which oh. is about Gabriel okay. Amorth, who is the po- the exorcist and the Pope's exorcist. I got you. Yeah. Well, there you go. I have not seen The Exorcist. What? I don't think I have. Too scared to watch it. <laughs> is that with the poltergeist? Little thing flying around? No, no, it's poltergeist. No. You need to. Watch you should watch it, dude. It's not that bad. Wait, wait, sorry. The one, no, with the, 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 it's the possessed girl. Terrifying. Yeah, oh, yeah I've seen but that one. And the priest. Yeah, you yes, need to watch it. It's such a yeah. good movie. It's terrifying, but they're doing like... on um T- TCM. They're doing two nights of his best films because he also did uh the French Connection. Ooh. And he did a couple of other films. Gene Hackman did, dude. Yes, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Uh, and he did uh The French Connection. He did The Exorcist. He did The Gay One. What is The Gay One called? It's like the biggest, the first big LGBTQ movie. The French Connection. I'm not going to be a... I don't got to play with you, dude. You said The Gay One? And I was like, oh, you talking about a film... All the gay one? Did I miss no. that shit? Is this no. a revolution? It's like a pretty film? important film in the LGBTQ community because it was a fir- one of the very first big films that uh, Pr- Priscilla uh, Queen of the called? Desert? Not Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Uh, not to Live and Die in LA. That's another big one. No, not Tupac. Uh, oh my god. I'm looking for it. Oh, remember Bug? Bug was good. Bug freaked me out. Oh my god. No idea what Bug is. Bug is the one where she's it's with Ashley Judd and she's like coming off drugs and she feels like she has bugs in her body and she's like all itchy. Uh, That movie's creepy. Boys in the Band. That's the one I'm talking about. It's a 1970 movie. And it was like a really big deal because it was one of the first big major motion pictures that feed like focus the central characters were gay. Oh. That's it. That's all I got. Well, 
outside of that being all you got, yeah. what's the urban legend you got for Trisha? The solar plexus clown glider. Dude, you send a picture of that shit and I see oh it and I just take it off. Yeah. Like, oh, that. Yes. It, it was creepy, right? Creepy I, as hell. It's creepy, yes. dude. What, I came, what was I looking at? I came to terms with it. But first of all, let's talk about what the solar plexus is. Do you guys know what that is? No clue. Something in the stars. No, it's in your body. It's one of your chakras. So, according to the internet, the solar plexus is a network of nerves in the abdomen behind the stomach that contains ganglia. Ganglia is a collection of cells sending nerve fibers to the internal er organs of the abdomen. And in Hindu culture, the solar plexus is responsible for positive and negative emotions. It's also known as the navel chakra, and it is one of the seven main chakras. Khalid, it's the yellow one. I looked the it yellow up. one. Said okay, one. it's the yellow one. It's linked uh, to your sense of self, and it's associated with your self esteem, your sense of purpose, your personal identity, um, your metabolism, and your indigestion. <laughs> hmm. So. <laughs> It's like your gut, pretty much. Like if your Definitely. gut ain't right, your solar plexus ain't right, guys. That that's what we're talking about. So the solar plexus is essential part of the body's nervous system, and it plays a large role in keeping our organs functioning smoothly and preparing the body to respond to stress by making changes in metabolism. At times, the solar plexus causes changes in the body in response to stress and produces a fight or flight response. So if your solar plexus is not in its peak condition, which Khalid, you have high cholesterol, so it's probably not in peak condition. Damn. Okay. Physically, you'll experience things like indigestion, IBS. You can have eating disorders. You can have excessive weight gain, ulcers, diabetes, heartburn. That's me. That's the story of my life. Uh, sensitive and bleeding gums and and like a bunch of issues with your pancreas your liver and your colon emotionally if your solar plexus is not in peak condition you can overanalyze situations have uncontrolled anger irritability low self-confidence a mistrust of others unhealthy attachments to your people in your life so Issa, you stalking your wife that's a sign of like bad <laughs> solar plexus dude i just like in my mind see it like we all have like it right i was saying like you upset and you get upset with your girlfriend and you were saying, I, I don't get you. upset. What? I hate you. you I hate you. you. I did not like ejaculate prematurely. I hate you. And I go and crack your neck. Bro, like your, right your, now. your solar plexus is fucked. It's sorry, weak. baby. It's my solar plexus. It's weak. And nothing screams just like weak male, like a weak solar plexus. <laughs> Damn, solar plexus. Gonna get you back in shape. Is there a pill for that, Patty? Is what I want to know. I'm gonna talk, uh, we're going to get to how to fix your solar plexus so you don't fall into Wait, the dude, grass. What are you talking of a about? Solar like, plexus. Clown glider. No, no, no I'm going to tell plexus. you. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you about the clown glider, but then I'm going to tell you how to get right with your solar plexus so the clown yes. glider does not invade but, your soul please. because this is very serious stuff. And we're all at there, risk here. Do you have heartburn? I have heartburn. Like sometimes from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. From that's time your... to time, I need two tubs. That's, that's your solar plexus. Damn it, sir. Okay. Solar plexus. So the Dumbs. solar plexus clown glider, which is a very creepy visual, and we'll talk about that in a minute, is the collective name given to a broad range of paranormal phenomena that can attach itself or infest people with a weak solar plexus chakra so if you have indigestion you're in it you're gonna get possessed by this demonic entity because your ass cannot handle garlic onion and meat Ooh. <laughs> if you do not wear belt 
Will you feel it? Like I touch your acid up by your neck. It might like, not be acid. Said, it might be a clown glider in your fucking navel. <laughs> Trying to get out. Okay. So the origins of the solar plex clown glider date back to the 1980s to new age practitioners, but it really picked up speed in the 1990s when an email remember the internet started to get like booming and popular back then started to circulate making rounds claiming that just reading or hearing the words solar plexus clown glider could trigger an infection uh i read somewhere else too that the solar plexus clown glider was a computer virus that made its rounds during the 1990s that would cause like this scary face to pop up you guys saw the face we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. Uh, so apparently it was what I read in some places is that it was a virus of when your computer was infected with it, that creepy ass face would pop up. <laughs> some people thought that just looking at the picture would infect you, that you would get this fucking attachment. Uh, so really quickly, I'm going to tell you about the picture. The image comes from a book called why hasn't everything disappeared by the philosopher jean baudrillard and the actual author of the photograph the photographer's name is alan willam i didn't really i didn't really find a ton of information i want to tell you guys a really quick story about the creepy ass picture i saw the creepy ass picture i was like i don't even want to look at this it's giving me the heaps i sent it to you guys and then i was like i don't want to look at it and then i didn't think about it at all and then I was at Jacksonville in a hotel by myself for work mm-hmm. and I went to sleep. I was watching the Golden Girls. Good show. And I woke up in the middle of the night and my phone for some reason had turned off. It wasn't dead. It was just like completely off. And I'm like, why is my phone off? That's really bizarre that my phone just like was completely shut off. So I turned it back on. I had battery 85%. And then I said, oh my God. It's the solar plexus cloud glider and it's in the room with me. And I saw in my head the visual of the thing and I got really freaked out. Oh, now I'm back to sleep. Oh, it's fine. But I got really oh. freaked out. I got really freaked out. Did he pop up on your screen? No. But he affected your screen. He infected sure. my vision. <laughs> um, like he infected your mental vision. That shit is crazy, dude. You out of town. This is like night what? So you out of town for like three days. This is night two. What night? <laughs> this is like night one. Night one. This I go like to night sleep. One. I had not to with your man, teddy bear. I'm alone. Like I'm saying you alone. alone. Yes. Like, dude. Yes. Yes. But dude, how weird is it that I wake up randomly in the middle of the night, like at three in the morning, and my phone is just completely turned off? That's the craziest part. That's what leads to like me not just like hitting you with the man teddy bear story. Yeah. Like, like if it wasn't for the phone randomly turning off, you need man teddy bear. I need man and teddy bear. I, I love that, Lewis. And I feel I like. Thank you. I feel like that clown was in there with me when that happened. But let's talk about what happens when the solar plexus clown glider attaches itself to you. It apparently will give you hallucinations, glitches in reality, and it weakens you emotionally. They will drive you to the point where you just feel like, I cannot take this shit anymore. I'm done with it. I don't want to deal with it. And the way that they described it is it's similar to what meth addicts experience when they have withdrawal. So it's like pretty heavy what these people are going through. It's not like, oh, yeah, it's here with me. We're going to hang out. It's like you feel like despair and you're having hallucinations and it's not good. And all because you didn't want to take a fucking Tums. What, Khalid? Yeah, exactly. I said that's advice right there. Stop taking that meth. Cut it out. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. I literally was like, the next thing I was going to say was like, Colin, explain to us the like impact and like met withdrawal. Oh, like, let me know what that like. You were going there, so I went there first. You was going there. You uh, went there first. You, mm-hmm. you, you carry me. Patty, bring in the facts. 
<laughs> That's interesting. Man. Apparently, it can also attach itself. I read this somewhere that it will attach itself a lot of times people with uh drug issues with substance abuse issues so mm. that's another kind of like trigger so if you're emotionally suffering and you have indigestion your things are not good for you you got to get it together or this creepy ass clown will attach itself to you um it can look so even though it's called a solar plexus clown glider, it really can look like anything. It can look like a lot of things. A lot of people say that what they see when they see this thing is a like that creepy gesture kind of thing or a slug like creature. So it can't look like a honey bun. It can. Okay. It can look like anything. It's not. It morphs. You know what I read online? Somebody on, I think it was Reddit described it and said you know what it looks like you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you catch a glimpse of light and then you cat close your eyes and you see like kind of a weird light kind of a thing that's kind of what mm. it looks like and i think and that's and i think that that's mm. true so then mm. i started doing some research and i found on wiki how how to unblock the solar plexus chakra so that we can all sleep easy at night, knowing Wiki how, how. Nice. that we're not gonna be attacked by this interdimensional demon, because we're gonna get our solar plexus chakra in order. Do you guys want to know how to do that? Yes. I feel I feel like you would. <sighs> I kind of I kind of knew you did. The first one is to look at fire. <laughs> I thought I was going to say to eat fruits and vegetables, but no, that's not on this list at all. So don't worry about it, Khalid. You're good. You can keep your high cholesterol. Yes, Issa. You could just look at like a candle burning. Pretty much. I oh. I set fires often. I have bonfires in the backyard. So well, there you go. Fire. You're, oh, you're there getting do. there. Yeah. Does the solar plexus chakra is related to the natural <laughs> element fire? So one of the most beneficial beginner ways to use the mantras would be to work through the chakras from the root chakra all the way to the crown chakra. We're not going to talk about all that, but in order to work on the solar plexus chakra, you can try lighting a fire in a fireplace or fire pit, cooking something over an open flame or gas stove, watching a fireworks display, lighting a candle. So just fire, like maybe setting your house on fire. That would probably help. <laughs> <laughs> After fire. Yeah, just fire. Number two is surround yourself with the colors yellow and gold because fire is associated with those colors and they re-energize the solar okay. chakra. Okay. So then number three, repeat positive affirmations. Number one, according to WikiHow, I make decisions with confidence and conviction. Number two, I have the courage to create positive change in my life. Number three, I have much to offer the world. Nice. Remember, guys. Number Remember four, it. take deep breaths. I think that's self-explanatory. Number five, try meditation. Number six, work with yellow crystals. So just having yellow crystals will help. Uh, yellow crystal crystals that are popular are citrine, 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 pyrite. Uh, those are the two that it says here. Oh, cal yellow calcite or quartz, tiger's eye. So those are the crystals that when you go to the crystal store on your next trip, you want to make sure to get. So you can have a very healthy solar plexus. Is that what it's called? I even forgot the name of what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Well, last question. No, wait, I'm not wait, done. There's five more. Done. I'm on There's seven. I'm almost done. Use aromatherapy. Uh, you want to use diluted oils. Those are good to clear out the solar plexus. I love Open, aromatherapy. Yeah. Open the chakra with yoga. The warrior pose. Yoga. The boat pose and sun salutations are good for your solar plexus. Add yellow produce to your diet. I hadn't seen this one. So eat yellow peppers. What other produce is yellow? Corn? Oranges. Pumpkin. 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 Zucchini. Banana. 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 Oh. Zucchini. 
Khalid, I want to hear that bananas, pineapples, yellow bell peppers, apricots. I want to read this part to you, Khalid. Yellow processed foods like French fries or Twinkies are not as helpful. Damn, damn. Wait, wait, wait. They say not as helpful. So it's, but, it's helpful, but, though. But if they bring you joy, go for it in moderation. <laughs> Twinkie, you got me all hyped up on Twinkie now. Solar Plexus Cloud Glider does not want to see you happy from eating Twinkies. So if you don't eat the Twinkie and you're sad, you're giving more of a reason to attach to it. So eat that Twinkie. As long as, as, long as it's yellow, you're good. Or McDonald's Number- fries. Ooh, good with that. Those are good. Number 10, make decisive choices that fill you with confidence. Eat so, that Twinkie. Stop nail biting. Hmm. This says it. But I thought that would be like a decisive decision, though. Like, yeah. I know this, why are they saying stop? Like, stop. oh man, I gotta make a decision. Should I bite my nails? Yeah, I'm gonna Because it's quite a <laughs> nervous habit. Step out of your comfort zone and try something new, like a hobby or game, or travel to a new place, or decide to reinvest in your personal relationships. And number 11, shake up your routine. Uh, so new experiences, new workouts, make spontaneous dinner or happy hour plans with friends and coworkers. Just make sure those cocktails are yellow and take a day off and let your curiosity find new things to do. Oh, sorry. There's 12. Number 12 is try a Reiki healing session. Hmm. Reiki, 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 Reiki. Reiki. Yeah. Reiki. Oh, we do a whole episode on that. Bro. Oh, there's that, actually a thing. I'm sorry, yeah. there's actually 13. And the last one is very simple. Just heal from past traumas. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't done that, what have you, you been doing anyway? 1 to 12 and produce 13, dude. 13, just heal. Like, I don't know what's wrong with people that they just don't want to heal from past traumas. Anyway. Why do you got to end on 13? It has to be a 14 there, Patty. There's not a 14. That's mm. it. But if you well, do all these 14. things. It's like a high rise. If you do all these things. And you got your solar plexus in check. You don't have to worry about the solar plexus clown glider because he's going to say that person does their affirmations. They eat yellow produce. They go to happy hour with their coworkers and they're healing for past traumas. And I have no business attaching myself to them. No. <laughs> no. Right now. Wow. Somebody is walking in a, in a snow filled forest wow. listening to this podcast. And they're going to look down and they're going to see some yellow snow and they're going to be like, she Aww. said eat it. I guess I'll go for it. Yellow snow. I want piss on the snow. Then eat it. Khaled trying to get, party trying to get like a deeper understanding what Khaled's saying. I know you talk about pissing on snow. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my urban legend who I really do think it is creepy. At first I was like, I don't want to look at this picture ever again. It is <clears throat> creepy but the more i came to terms with it and i was like as long as you get your solar plexus in check you're gonna be good right i just i need to like ask about this aspect of it, right so and dude it's my bad i sorry we mentioned that we're gonna have like links in the description of the podcast episode but just Google it if you don't see it there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm try not gonna to. Put, I'm gonna try to I don't put. think we should put the picture. It's put creepy. the picture. We need to put the picture. We need to. Like, it's not like a link. real life dead person. We'll like put the, the link. link. Okay. Yeah. Not like we'll the, put the actual, link. Okay. Not the actual picture. Creepy. We won't put yeah. the picture on the Instagram, which you no. should check out. You know, but like the the link will be on the podcast and Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. But. I feel like you had mentioned something earlier in the description, Ed, which was like, it, it hit me, dude. That idea uh certain urban legends forming around the, the rise of the internet. Because you had mentioned that shit had like, the image itself was like a virus warning, dude. Is that where you get the image from? That image was like one of those images that pop up as a virus warning. I remember that shit, dude. It had, like, that that shit was going bananas, like, around from 97 to 99. Yeah, like, it had, like, all these weird images about the end of the world and crazy demon shit on the internet, and it would take you five seconds, uh, 
the, the uh, downloading this image, you know, that's when that image first come out, right? That, image, that's like an internet image. Yeah, the image, yeah. But according to my research, the solar plexus clown glider, like that this is an entity that can attach itself to you if you have this weekend solar plexus. That stems in the 1980s. So the yeah, internet the legend the 1990s, right? Hmm. So, so the, the legend actual is image, 50 years plus. the actual image associated to it came in the 1990s. That creepy image, which I think is really what like sets it off. And there, if you look online, there's different people that have said that they have experienced like have experiences like there's a podcast host i forgot his name that says that he had an experience with a solar plexus clown glider but for him it was more like a serpent kind of a thing it didn't look like a clown i think it's like like a lot of things that attach themselves it's like when you're not doing well like something's emotionally really off is when these things start to project and is it really like an entity or is it mental health issues? I don't know. Mm. But that's what that's what I think it is. Something crazy local urban legends, guys. Close in thought. Drugs are bad. Stop doing drugs. Do, do, do crackled. Do do crack. Stop stealing do, my mind do, thoughts. Don't do medicine. I'm say this shit to you. You steal my mind thought and like throw it to me. That's like the third time you do that for this podcast, dude. You what? steal my mind thought and you throw it directly <laughs> to me, bro. <laughs> I sensed it. I sensed it. Now, now, my final thought is basically this. Next time I have like an acid reflux situation and I feel like it's coming out through my throat, I'm like, damn, it's that, that solar plexus sugar glider clown glider whatever i will oh, say man. something you know what is terrifying about this it's kind of like a demonic attachment right and there's two i in my research i learned that there's demonic possession and demonic attachment and demonic possession is what most of us know about where a demon possesses your body and whatever a demonic attachment is actually scarier because a demonic attachment lives with you inside your body so it's not like as extreme but it can stay there forever so Khalid, you're joking huh? about it, but you got to get your gut health in check. Yes, got to. Sit there. You know, like a demonic attachment from poor gut health. <laughs> you'll make bad life choices. <laughs> you'll bananas. have hallucinations. Yeah. Bananas, bell peppers, pineapples, a twinkie every now and then. Olives. Mix it all up. Olives with pimentos, the little red thing inside of the olives. Yes, all the good shit. not cured meat. This is the Something Perplexing podcast. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) Bye. Lower that cholesterol. (laughs) Golden Kiwis.